0: Foolin' me, Mickey Larry, la, la, never was the icon issue. Pop is bizarre, I'm covering the icon issue. I got issues, yeah bitch, I got issues. W Vogue, Cosmo, I got issues. Hi, everyone. Welcome to I Got Problems. My name is Sandra, and I'm here with Annabelle. Thank you all for joining us on another week. If you've listened to our previous episodes, you probably heard that we're back, or at mm-hmm. least we're trying to be back and stay back. Yes. Um, and we've already done a little catch-up. Uh, if you want to listen to that, you can check out our IG page. We have a little catch-up video on there just to see what we've been doing. It's just mm-hmm. really a little tea into our lives of wherever we've been for the past six months. I know most of you might be like, we don't care. But (laughs) Mm -hmm. the ones who do care um, can always... I mean, you could probably relate just to adulting and life. And that's that's what's been happening with us. We've just been MIA so we can get our lives together. So now that (laughs) hopefully that's uh, in check, we are here to provide you episodes. So we've already recorded a few. So make sure you just check back on our last two episodes to Mm -hmm. catch up before you listen to this one. And so, yeah. So now let's get to the... Nitty gritty, so <clears throat> <laughs> the episode today is fat phobia. So mm. I've did actually I brought this topic up because of me, just because of like my how? I- <laughs> if you've
1: seen this girl in real life, you're trying to figure out, like, what is Listen, the purpose? it affects
0: everyone, okay? It affects everyone to a certain extent. And just because I've beca- I'm more self-aware, I feel like, than most people. So, like, before someone can even tell me something, trust, I've already thought about it. And I'm also mm-hmm. an overthinker, so, like, I've already analyzed all possible scenarios of something. And then, you know, either dealt with it or I'm just, like, ignoring it because I really just don't want to deal with that. Mm-hmm. But anyway, with fat phobia in my mind, I really just been thinking, okay, so what is really pushing me to work out so much lately? And I've just been like, oh, because I've been feeling a little fat. And I'm just like, you know, when I say I feel fat to someone else, you know, they just laugh in my face. Like me. <laughs> I'm really sitting here trying to wonder. Why. Yeah, so I understand that it's easy to just look at a skinny person and be like, what fat? Why, what are you talking about? Because other people always, someone always has it worse and someone is just always much bigger. So even mm-hmm. with me, somebody's much smaller who's probably trying to get to my weight and I'm trying to get to somebody else's weight and then it's just, nobody seems to be ever fully happy with what they have. Yep. It's an unfortunate cycle and it's just never ending. So I was wondering like i wonder what that is so i think i had seen a tiktok somewhere that was just like oh if you're trying to um eat healthy or lose weight that's fat phobia and i was like
1: mm, see i've seen that TikTok <laughs> it's
0: just i was like girl you're kind of pushing that one because you're basically telling people to just stay where they're at. Otherwise, they're fatphobic. Like, mm. y- some people just want to be healthier, as in workout healthier. Some people just want to eat healthier. Some people just don't want to eat sugar anymore. Some people just want to build muscle. They want to join a weight, I don't know, Listen. contest or something. There's so many different reasons. But you're saying that the minute you want to look a little different from what you are, you are fatphobic. Like, ah. That's a victim mentality <laughs> mindset of Gen Z. And that means nothing will ever change. Like, you guys won't right. ever do better because you're always explaining why it's okay to be where you're at. But... but- this conversation is not about, you know, why fat people are a certain way or skinny people are a certain way. It's just so you can highlight reasons why fat phobia is still negative, you know, just it, it probes and affects a certain group more. Mm-hmm. And um, it also affects like me in my experience of just thinking, oh, I don't want to be fat because one, I don't want to experience the stigmas of a fat person just because I know it's not a good thing. Right. Like, people get bullied. <laughs> Like, to, to to suicide I mean, mm-hmm. it can get really bad. So, like, why as a person who's already skinny, who's used to being skinny, and who still probably gets bullied for being skinny because I'm skinny, and mm-hmm. then you have other people who, you know, project their negative feelings about, you know, whatever their weight is on me as a skinny mm-hmm. person. And then now I'm wondering, okay, I want to gain a little weight. Then I'm wondering, wait, why do I want to gain weight anyway? Then that's another issue of its right. own. And then I start to gain weight, and I'm like, okay, now I want to lose weight. Wait, why do I want to lose weight? So, yeah. <laughs> it's a whole thing. So, I was starting to think about that, and I was like, yeah, that's... That's weird. Like, where does that come from? So that's really where the topic originated from. But anyway, fat phobia is the fear and hatred of fat bodies that encompasses a whole bunch of things, namely weight bias and weight stigma, such as the idea that we see people of higher body weight as lazy and Mm -hmm. unintelligent or disgusting. Which I mean, that's a stereotype, and it's not true. But I mean, look at all the movies that have come out. Just yes, The Nutty Professor. All of those, like. It's, it's, and then what is it? Um, that guy that was, uh, fat with, um, Rasputia or whatever, his wife. Oh, yeah. Oh, I forgot the name of the Yeah, name. I know. Oh. Yeah,
1: but that's another Eddie Murphy movie. Yes. Which he is really is like, did a lot of
0: female fat related movies. No,
1: but well, in Nutty Professor, he was the one who was fat. Oh. Yeah.
0: So, but that, oh, so that's very Both interesting. went of off. Hmm. He literally did the same thing twice. Yes. (laughs) Well, I didn't even realize. Like, I mean, I like both movies and the story behind it, but, like, he didn't have to be fat for that. Like, he could have just been ugly or something else. But anyway. (laughs) So, anyway. Fat phobia, the definition of fat phobia is a form of bigotry and a form of discrimination that says that people of higher weight and uh, higher weight are inferior physically and intellectually, morally, and health-wise. So, basically, you're just less than because you're fat. Mm -hmm. Which is not true. So, there's this belief that if you diet or you eat a certain way, you can control your health and that you can control how long you are going to live. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. Some people believe that it's partially true for the most part because, you know, people who live healthy do say their yeah. diet and their, you know, exercise routine are so different. To be like, I wake up at 6 a.m. every day, I eat only fruits. I, I don't, I've even heard people say, I only eat cold foods, no I'm like, what that's interesting i know like just cold foods all the time i mean
1: cold foods could mean ice cream you like cream. no cold healthy foods okay Okay. nothing
0: you have to cook just always like raw type diet so i Mm -hmm. was just like um i don't know if i'll ever get to that point but i guess if i die i die because (laughs) i'm not ever gonna go completely raw in anything so i'm okay (laughs) (laughs) completely raw in food (laughs) oh my gosh okay so That is not true. Basically, the stigma is not true. So this is hard for people to Mm -hmm. accept, especially those who aren't aware of the misinformation of diet culture. So even though there is more and more evidence that we are largely not in control of our body size, people see higher weight as refusing to take care of themselves, which is not true. Yeah, and there's things that you got to consider, like birth control. Mm -hmm. There's
1: PCOS, all these diseases out there that can make a person gain weight. Um, Medication... As nope. well, I mean, birth control is medication, but there's other medications yeah. out there that, that do, does damage you, to a lot of women.
0: Gain weight, yeah. so childbirth. <laughs> yeah, almost an instant. Like it's it's a guarantee you are going to gain at weight. least fifty pounds exactly. Yeah, before and after. So just pre- plan for that. No matter how small you are, it's just how quickly you lose it. But it's, mm-hmm. that weight is going to be there so yeah i mean it's not fun but like we we will talk about you know that certain groups do get it more which is just people who weigh more so the harmful effects of fat phobia are a constant for people in larger bodies Mm -hmm. um it is more intense against women and most of the data um on the subject is based on male female binary so we are more likely to see positive examples of high weight um, so high-weight men than women in the media. Because mm-hmm. I don't know if you've seen um, This Is Us and her weight, the larger oh, yeah. woman. Yeah, Kate, yeah. Exactly. And I feel like there are other okay-sized... I mean, honestly, she's the biggest person on the show. Yeah. But there are other overweight-slash-okay-sized people, um, like Kate's husband... Not Kate's husband. You know, Kate's husband, in, at first. Yes. But somehow he didn't get as much, you know, like, negative, like, yeah, yeah, than her. And then, of course, he was the one who lost weight, not her. Yeah. So it's like, oh, why do you make it so easy for a man to lose weight than women? I mean, we know that it can be a little hard because women just do a lot more and mm-hmm. you know, are responsible for, you know, more so household, really. Like, if she has a kid, how is she going to lose weight and still be home taking right. care of the kid while he can go to the gym? Or it's gonna, also which just was physique, too. Mm-hmm. It, exactly, and health. And um, even as a child, she was also just a young, larger child. So right. it's like... You know, part of this might, and her mom was skinny. So you're probably thinking, oh, she should be skinny like her mom, but genetics doesn't work that way. So, right. you know, she could have taken somebody else's body weight, and they didn't really delve into the deeper family trees. So we don't really know what it could have been. And this is a show, but this also mimics real life. Absolutely. But, um, it's just kind of messed up how people just always put so much pressure on what women have to look like and be all the time. And that can also be in the form of what you look like. I mean, we call, um, guys who wear like hats and they have like horrible hairline as hat fishing. Yep. And then they call mm-hmm. women who take pictures from neck up as weight fishing. Because they mm-hmm. say that you don't want to show the rest of your body because it's bigger, so you take pictures from, and I've seen people tweet like, oh, if she's taking pictures from just neck up, be careful, be wary. And I'm like, what is wow. so, what is so scary about crazy. that? Like, she weighs a little more, but like, what is so harsh that you're so like, oh my gosh, like, I don't understand.
1: Yeah, and it's like, why don't you be able to see it in the face too?
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and and there's people who can get away with it, who have like more chiseled face somehow, mm-hmm. in the midst of all of that. And it's still, like, okay, but still, like, will you die? You know, like, it's not (laughs) that big of a deal, but, you know, more women get that shit more than men. I mean, if you want to argue it, you can. comment on our post. Mm -hmm. You can send us a DM or something. I mean, if you are a bigger man who's gotten backlash, it's not what I say you haven't. We're just saying more women will probably get it more because women are just treated harshly more in the media than men. And plus, everything is sold to women. Makeup, health... Workout, you know, diet, everything is sold more mm-hmm. to women than men. It just is. And that's because media is trying to push this perfectionism thing on right. women.
1: It's just modern day beauty standards, exactly.
0: basically. You have to look a certain way, you have to dress a certain way, you have to act a certain way. European standards of the beauty always winning, so it's still plaguing our community till today. Mm-hmm. And if you haven't noticed, all the thicker white women who were getting their BBLs are finally losing their BBLs. Mm, Example Kardashian family. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, true. They're cutting all their asses out. All of a sudden, they got their white body back. And it's just <laughs> like, I mean, um, Kim is still somewhere in the middle where she's trying to. I don't know what she's trying to do, but she's still a little thicker than her sisters. But all her mm. si- like Chloe lost her ass out of nowhere, and I'm just sitting there like, wow. And um, what's her name? Kylie's like looking looking smaller, mm-hmm. and I'm like, she just she she had two kids, right? She just had a so baby yeah, she just had yeah. Second. So yeah. it's just amazing to look at, like, wow, look at how this. This works out like all of a sudden they picked up the black black look and then now mm-hmm. it's like not working for them so they're like oh just gonna drop that on the side and yeah. then move on and that's that they're all going back to their white girl roots so it's almost like a costume they can put on whenever mm. and society accept them but as a black person who is just black every day yeah <laughs> we don't really get that choice and I don't want to go as deep into saying black women probably get more backlash on that end but you know I'm I'm not I'm not right like I'm not a bigger person so I'm sure. You know if you take a down a poll of all bigger people we might get somewhere with that of just like what race gets more of the shit but i just i don't know, automatically i just think black because black people just get all the shit so yeah. <clears throat> i'm biased but anyway so fat phobia and fat shaming are so automatic like when the salesperson tells you that a certain dress is too it's so flattering on you adding that it gives you a waste or a server pointed out that the light options on the menu are available Mm. or and and it's like little things where you don't think about it but you might think about it after you leave the restaurant or maybe after they walk away you're like why didn't they did tell me about the light options? Why didn't they tell the whole table? Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> So the behavior might not be consciously registering to the person engaging in it, like the server, but mm-hmm. it likely registers with the person on the receiving end, like the bigger person, and that kind of thing messes up with, you know, your mind. Right. And that's how people end up with shitty mindsets and oh, bad eating habits or dieting. Mm-hmm. It's just things that shouldn't happen, but people don't think um, before they speak. So, unfortunately, it happens every single day. and. You know, yeah. like I said, people will look at a bigger person and think, oh, they're just unhealthy. And mm-hmm. it's like, uh, that's, <laughs> I mean, at this point in time, I feel like we should not be that ignorant, but it Let's is what be it honest. is. It is what it is. Yeah, people are going to be ignorant no matter what we say. So now wh- here are some, I guess, pointers as to, um, I guess, reasons why we should understand more about fat phobia. Like one, mm-hmm. women earn less as they gain weight. Wow, this is just the fact that I that's found. That's fucked up. Yep, in one study that looked at how body weight affects people's earning potential, mm. researchers found that for American women, gaining weight predicted lower salaries to the tune of almost ten thousand dollars lower Shit. for heavier women, and close to nineteen thousand dollars. That's 000. a in lifestyle. Yep, it's it's ten thousand dollars for heavier women and nineteen thousand dollars for very heavy women. Ooh. Mm-hmm. that's almost like twenty k just lost in your salary. You from eighty k, you could be at a hundred k, but now you're back. You know, just because you're bigger. So and um. One paper from Vanderbilt University Law School found that women categorized as obese were more likely to work in lower-paying, physical-demanding jobs, such as elder care or food prep hmm. there's this idea that plus size people are sedentary or lazy in actuality plus size people get funneled into more physical jobs that's interesting yeah and, I, and actually i do notice that working at mm-hmm. howard university hospital and the cafeteria you do see more larger women being in charge and just taking and they're always yeah. running around always carrying heart heavy items always doing the meal prep always there early you know they're doing a lot of work yeah. they're setting up the chairs everything and then people are still seeing them as mm, must be fat and lazy like, oh, they
1: must be eating all the food in yep, the cafeteria. Yep. Like, at the end of
0: the day, all that extra food left, they're probably taking that shit home. That's why, you know. And what if they were? Mind your business. <laughs> <laughs> that's the unfortunate truth. And and when I saw that people were making less, I was just like, wow. Wow, making less? That's so messed up. That, yeah, that's like, I don't know, I don't, I, I don't like people messing with my money. So, like, right. what? You're telling me that because, let's say I get pregnant and I have, I don't know, two kids back to back or something, I didn't get time to lose weight. You're telling me my salary is going to decrease if I try to find a new job just mm. because I had some kids? Like, what? I, and it's like, even if you were just whatever weight you were on a regular day, because, I don't know, genetics, or just failed diet, mm-hmm. or just whatever, life. So, you, I mean, now I have to suffer even more with poverty. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and poverty does lead to even more obesity. Exactly. Lesbian, and honest. bad eating <laughs> habits. Yeah. And just so many other things. Stress eating. Even just hormones. Like, your stress hormones actually can make you gain weight, because they're you know, mm-hmm. working overtime and mm-hmm. co- producing you know horrible Hormones into your body that cause weight gain. So it's like... It's a bad cycle. It just keeps happening over and over again. It doesn't end. So it's really unfair. And life is unfair. But it's just sad that one group always somehow gets the bad and the short end of the stick. And for race, we know it's black people. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So it's unfortunate that when it comes to weight, even for male and females it's still women who get the short end of the stick. That's why I'm always like, the black woman that gets the worst because as a black and woman person, Mm. you are getting so much worse of everything. Like, it sucks to be both at the same time sometimes. Like, my goodness, you can't catch a break. So, yeah, but another pointer is women seen as fat get poor medical care. Mm. I've actually seen that. I haven't personally experienced it. Really? But, um,
1: yeah, there's been people on TikTok now... Is TikTok always honest or people on there always telling the truth? Maybe not. Mm -hmm. But especially when it comes to women, specifically black women. Oh, I'm bleeding heavily. I'm like bleeding Mm -hmm. to a point where I have to wear diapers and change them out every three hours. Right. Oh, yeah. That's probably just your period. You are a heavier girl, so you're probably going to have heavier periods. What? Yeah.
0: They didn't want to look... Wearing diapers and have to change it every few hours? That's not a regular period. Mm. That's a hemorrhage. They like, don't want to even find out if you're dying. <laughs> like, right. let's try to you know, see other avenues. Like, why do you just automatically dismiss... You know, same thing for Black people who um, are on certain medications. They automatically think you're an addict or you're just here for drugs. Mm. And it's like, what? The opioid pandemic is not even just Black people. It's really just it's everyone not, else, really. Right. And then Black people just got roped into that shit. Like... I mean, crack maybe, but it's not even...
1: <laughs> and crack makes you skinnier. It does. <laughs> it does. It does. So it's like, what?
0: <laughs> but anyway, that's that's just part of it. So they mm-hmm. get poor medical care. So when you come into the doctor as a higher weight woman, if your complaint could be related to your body weight, that's what will often be assumed that it is. In other words, doctors are more likely to decide that your issue mm-hmm. may be solved if you try harder to lose weight perhaps on the expense of doing the test of uh, to properly diagnose you or even asking you questions that could lead to a diagnosis that has nothing to do with your weight. Mm. So they'll be like, well, do you do this and do you do that and have you worked out lately and when last did you work out and how mm-hmm. often are you period? They're going to ask all these other questions when it's like, sir, I just have back pain. And they're gonna be like, well, maybe if you lost weight, you know, right. your back would feel a little better. And just all that weight.
1: <laughs> a tip and FYI, something that I learned also on TikTok. I need to stop getting.
0: It. <laughs> Everybody loves Um
1: on I mean, it's very educational, but it you is. end up
0: wasting so much of your life on there. Oh yeah, I only go on there post and leave. I you get so roped in. Yeah, I lost. If a doctor
1: rejects giving you a test. You can ask them to note that in your chart or mm-hmm. your, like, medical history that they or whatever. Yeah, yeah, that they rejected giving you a test or mm-hmm. diagnosing you or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then that might be able to change their mind. Yeah. Because if something happens to you yeah. and that's in your chart that they rejected to diagnose you or give you a test to, that leads to a diagnosis of something more
0: serious than a uh, common back pain, for example, right. then guess who has a mouth right. to suit on their hands? And word of mouth is not good enough to say, oh, that's what they told me. Have them record that shit. And something I just learned today on Twitter is that mm-hmm. you can also do the same thing with pharmacists. So one girl was on Twitter saying a pharmacist refused her medication, and she then said the words pharmacist refusal. And they automatically started apologizing and saying, oh, I'm so sorry, here's your medication. Mm. And she spent like hours on the phone going back and forth with them. So if they refuse, I don't know why pharmacists can refuse to fill a medication by a doctor, but they can That's refuse to if they feel like it's going to harm you or based on your medical history, it's not healthy or a combination or whatever, they can just refuse. So if you're just like, no, well, can you recommend, can you um, document that the pharmacist's refusal was the cause of me not getting my medication today, they automatically just change their tune mm. so that's something else you can also have on record just in case uh, nice. to protect yourself but yeah so another third um the third um reason is it can cause depression and anxiety and these are all reasons affecting like just people who are uh, larger and things that actually happen like you mm-hmm. know to larger people so the last um um explanation of how fat phobia affects you and just everyone around you is that it can cause depression and anxiety Mm. the lived reality i mean I feel like that's unspoken it's literally just you, if you're a bigger person who's being bullied and spoken to in negative ways every single avenue and mm-hmm. way you will it affects your mental health it's just uh, it's going to happen yeah so um the lived reality of a higher weight person is often one of shame and pain um a doctor that we got this article from says she, who, she identifies herself as fat and even with a high degree and body of, uh, even with the high degree of body of acceptance within herself, mm-hmm. she says, I still know that anytime I leave my house, I am open to someone being verbally abusive to me because of my weight. And this mm-hmm. is just a doctor who did the research we've been talking about so far. Um, she's the one with all the, all the statements, and we're gonna have um, the link to the article as well. And she says mm-hmm. that she has been an activist against size-based bigotry for years, mm-hmm. but there are moments it sideswipes me and it destroys people. So, basically, even mm-hmm. with all her experience and degree and you know fighting for everything, she still gets the same shit like she wow. she's not immune to people treating her like shit because she's a fat person so and no matter how much you're going cape for it and fight for it, people will still look at you outside because you are, when you're in the streets, like you don't you're not speaking to people you're you're just minding your business mm-hmm. so and it's like that's why I keep telling like African people who think that they're not african-american i'm like you don't have, nobody cares <laughs> when the cop pulls you over they don't care your wow. skin color is louder than your name the fact that that's still a thing. i know like what are like, you stupid <laughs> like why are we going back I don't on understand forth this. with each other on this it's you're not black is like <laughs> like you might not relate to the struggles from from slavery but mm-hmm. those struggles will affect you today Absolutely. Absolutely going to affect you because they're still struggling with it and you look like them and we are from the same place yeah different stories so like unfortunately it's going to affect you so no matter how great you are no matter how awesome you you've done in life no matter how many mm. degrees you have and schools you've been to and, and yale and harvard if they pull you over you're a black person to them none of that matters mm-hmm. so as a, a fat person who is in research and science this doctor is literally just Still going through the same shit, and none of her degrees matter, none of her experience matter. She still has to go home and like look in the mirror and be like, "Wow, you know, that's some shit," and that's her like every day. And even though she's like super positive, she still has to deal with this. And it's like no matter how positive you are, Mm -hmm. you're still human. Like, you you can't positive your way through people talking shit to you every day. Yeah, it's (laughs) tough. and I wish people would understand that, cause I see see that online when people are just like positive thoughts. Like positive thoughts don't solve the problem. I, I can be positive know. from within, but the shitty people outside are really yeah. shitty. Yeah,
1: like well, I mean, how- it helps, but it
0: doesn't solve. This. Yeah, it helps you like stay to a certain point where like okay, you can you can fight like okay, no, I'm I'm good. I love myself. I'm this. I'm that. Okay, to so mm-hmm. what extent though? How long do you keep saying that before you you get tired? Like. Mm-hmm. there's so much you can do but you know like, you can't just you can't do it all but anyway so how to fight how to fight fat phobia um drop the diet talk for example um it can be hard among somebody who is mm-hmm. either fat or just a little overweight or whatever like even me that i'm like oh let me do better with health i can do that with myself or somebody else who's probably in- interested in doing the same thing of just like eating healthier or whatever mm-hmm. but you don't go up to somebody and just be like you know, I've been, you know, we we should diet. Or, like, you know, what have you thought about this type of diet? It's like, why are you saying that? I'm provoked. Right. (laughs) It's one thing to just have, be, like,
1: together with a bunch of friends, and then all of a sudden you're talking about, oh, I might be thinking about going on this diet. That's Mm -hmm. one thing. But to bring it up to a person of a bigger size Mm -hmm.
0: that you should, uh, like, Like, have you thought about this? Have you thought about the keto, you know? Yeah, I heard that really works. You gonna pay for my food? (laughs) I might try that myself. What do you think? Like, um...
1: <laughs> and I, I get it. Some people think that they're being encouraging and helpful. Right. Like, I, I totally find that to be a decent excuse, especially if you're friends with somebody who might be on the bigger side and you see them continuing to go down the uh, wrong path of mm-hmm. just eating junk food, which I'm not saying every big person does. Right. But if you do notice that in them and then you're trying to help the, help them eat healthier, like i can definitely
0: see that it's coming from a good place right but just be mindful of your approach Mm -hmm. all that i ask yep really and if you don't know just don't speak about it um avoid commenting on other people's bodies and african people really need help with that (laughs) we really need help with that because it's getting to the point where there's no tact, there's no respect there's it's just just unnecessary comments Hmm, you're looking fat (laughs) it's unfortunate like Like, who asked you did you get (laughs) weights have you lost weights did you gain it like what is the problem Mm -hmm. why can't I just be like and then those aunties are always the biggest one in the room the loudest one in the room the e- Emphasis on loudness. Yo. <laughs> just, just unnecessary conversations and topics they don't need to talk about. And they will bring it up just because it makes them feel... I don't know what it makes them feel, honestly. Just because I don't like... Are you not thinking about these things before you say it? Like, let, me, let me tell y'all a story
1: about one of my aunties. She's not really an auntie. I don't claim her. She's just one of my <laughs> friends. I ended up taking a trip to Ghana back in 2016. I had gained some relationship rate. I was in a relationship for a couple years before that. And she hadn't seen me in a while. So... Um, when she first saw me in Ghana and, and Wally well, enough we were going for a dress fitting, right? <laughs> Ugh, the worst. Anyway. She's like, wow, you've gained weight. What did your dad say when you arrived? Oh wow! Like, what, 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 what does my dad have to do with <laughs> anything? First of all, because I was regular your to weight. <laughs> say, exactly. Like, no, my dad's my dad. He's gonna love me regardless. Like, he didn't say anything about my weight. And why are you bringing it up? Yeah.
0: Like, are you gonna report me or like, what did I miss? Right. Mm, that's bitch. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> But, yeah, avoid commenting on other people's bodies, please. Um, If you don't have anything nice to say, just keep it to yourself. And if you do have something nice to say and you're questioning the comment, keep it to yourself because you might think it's nice, but they might not. Um, Then keep unsolicited health advice to yourself like one keto diet you know like oh i did keto and it helped me so maybe you should try it okay mm-hmm. keto might not work for everybody that could kill that other person you don't know what their diet is like right. they, they might not be able to take high protein diet. they might have kidney issues so maybe just mm. keep it to yourself and and not bring it up you know just let them live before they get a kidney stone <laughs> you gonna pay for that right <laughs> <That's> <laughs> you know they're not <laughs> so yeah keep the advice to yourself unless you're a doctor and even then they're not paying you you're not working with them. They're not your patient. Just keep it to yourself. I actually had that issue once where, because um, I'm lactose intolerant, but I still eat cheese any day, any time. <laughs> I don't care. And I was at my um, work, uh, like I think mm, 2000, 2009, maybe 18, 19, because I quit the job like 2019, I think. Yeah. And um, one of the reasons I quit was because they were really getting into our personal lives. And so I was in the bathroom and I came back in and a lady like, called me to her office. She's like, we see that you're spending a lot of time in the bathroom and less time at the table, mind you. Where they're, like, literally sitting there like, Why is she managing your bathroom use? Yep. That's nature. Like, yep. when I'm sitting here like, Mind job be in the bathroom. like, ten minutes at a time to so be like thirty minutes in the whole day and they're just counting the fact that I'm using those thirty minutes to be in the bathroom, and not sitting like down. what if
1: you had a condition?
0: Honestly. So I told her right there, I was like, I'm lactose intolerant and I, I have to poop often. Like what do you want me to say? And <laughs> she's, she's a doctor. Up. They're doctors. So I'm like oh. Yeah. All of them are doctors. Well doctors and nurses. So I was just like, yeah, mm. I have to poop. Like what do you she was like, Well, I would recommend you um go talk to your gastroenterologist so maybe they can prescribe you something so you he can help you, Mm-mm. you know, you know, spend less time in the bathroom. And I was just like, what the fuck? What kind of work <laughs> can you get done in 10 minutes that's so dire <laughs> that you have to be at your desk and not poop. Yep she was basically trying to regulate my shitting activity and I was just like alright <laughs> like three months later I quit cause I was like alright this is where I draw the line you shit, do not tell me too, when to shit like-, <laughs> like how dare you try to tell me how often I should be at my desk because I'm in the toilet like do you want to sit with me you want to count the clock when I'm on the toilet too? Because I never heard that in my life before, but I was just like, okay, y'all tripping. Like, I don't know if it was just stereotypically, like, certain bosses. I mean, there are definitely micromanaging bosses, but Mm. it was just a bit bit much to me. So, yeah, don't just leave that shit to yours. I don't care what kind of health profession you're in. You don't get to tell people what they should do or not do. Um, mm. Another thing is speak up if you can and audit your own views on fat phobia, which is something I'm working on just mm. b- within myself of just like okay why do I think this is fat and then also not be to the extreme where that girl is just like if you think this you're fat phobic if you think this oh, whoa yeah. whoa whoa there's a middle ground <laughs> exactly <laughs> like damn I can't not want to do better with People myself do, like to go overboard like yeah. they say
1: losing weight is racist
0: what. <laughs> Because, oh, we're all following a European standard of beauty. Yeah, so now I'm racist against myself because I want to lose weight. Okay. Wanting to be
1: healthy is not racist at all. And everybody has their own idea of healthy, of course. Not everybody who's big is, um, let me not say that. But not everybody who's big is like headed towards death. Immediately. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? They might be a little bit more on the unhealthier side because mm-hmm. of their weight. You know, with increased weight comes increased risk with heart disease, mm-hmm. diabetes, mm-hmm. so many more things. But at the same time, like to go to that extreme and say that is racist. Mm-hmm. Like, man. I don't people just
0: be saying anything. When I just look at to be laughing like, oh my God, you're so extreme. But okay. You take that extreme thought somewhere else because I'm not dealing with that shit today. But um, the other last few things is talk back to yourself when you have negative thoughts. And as in talk positive, like if you start to have negative thoughts about your body, just speak to yourself and, and you know, give yourself positive like remarks. Like where you've been, how you got here, where you're going, just don't beat yourself down like you're a fat whore, you know, in, the, in front of the mirror. Mm. Like, no, but like actually talk positive to yourself when those negative thoughts come up and don't assume that fat people are failed thin people don't Mm. assume that every fat person you see was trying to be skinny and just didn't make it (laughs) like that's not That's not the case. And that's the issue because people keep assuming that they keep trying to think you need to get back to the skinny phase of like, oh, here's a diet. Here's an advice. Here's, you know, do better, lose weight. It's like not every fat person wants to be skinny and not every skinny person wants to be bigger. Like just because they're a certain weight doesn't mean anything. Just don't assume shit. Just let them be where they're at. And maybe Mm -hmm. they are trying to lose weight. That's still not your business. So (laughs) it's just keep your own thoughts to yourself. Really? Stop assuming shit and mind your business. (laughs) That's the biggest key here like fat phobia is a really sensitive topic and you can really ruin somebody's day mess up somebody's mental health or just affect their whole morale altogether by just saying a few words or a sentence just mm-hmm. don't do anything that you wouldn't want done to you because if you were a fat person you would take that shit personal i don't care how big of a person you are or how, how unemotional like negative words hurt so just keep that shit to yourself for the most part so now we have, I'm going to ask Annabelle, like, two questions quickly because we're over time. Mm-hmm. So, now, have you ever experienced weight phobia in any way, and how did it affect your mental health?
1: Of course. So, um, not so much in my adulthood. I've seen it experienced with others in my life, um, mm-hmm. but when I was a kid, I was a big kid, so... I just came out the womb big. I was Mm -hmm. nine pounds. Yeah. And I'm not using this as an excuse for um, the way I am now. It is correlated, though. It is definitely Mm -hmm. correlated. Don't get me wrong. Don't get it twisted. (laughs) Um, But yes, I was a big kid. Um, I came out at six months wearing diapers for 18-month-olds. Damn. Yes, it was like that serious. So That's my fear, like just a big game. Big ass baby. Oh, cut that thing out. <laughs> cut it out. <laughs> oh gosh, I would never, no offense to anybody who had a C-section, but God forbid, that's not my portion. Um, anyway, so yeah, I was just always a big kid growing up and um, you know, other kids would, like my siblings, would get more attention mm-hmm. and stuff like that and I attributed that to possibly how I looked sometimes. Um, like they would get lifted up and played with more, mm-hmm. and when it's like it's my turn, lift me, lift me. Right. They're like, nah, I'm good. God damn, <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> like, <"Nah>, I can't. <laughs> damn, that's a funny. Far- I <laughs> I can laugh at it now, but back yeah. then it was like, uh. I that and you I remember the back then. It's still oh yeah,
0: because it, it was it was important. In the I future. even had like a
1: friend's mom and quote unquote unfriend because she was just somebody I knew growing up, and I didn't have many other friends. Mm-hmm. So. Um, she made a comment on my weight, behind my back, but it got around to me. And mind you, I'm like, I didn't even hit puberty at this point. So, so you wow. can imagine, like, my emotions and stuff yeah. like that. Um, just hearing that from an adult. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It's mm-hmm. one thing to hear is shit coming from kids your age. Because, like, they're immature and then... Mm-hmm. Well, not that it, it's an excuse, but right. they're young and hopefully they have a time to grow out of their ignorance. But... When it's an adult that's making these comments towards you as a kid, mm-hmm. it's, it hits you differently. I don't know how else to explain yeah. it other than that. Like, why are
0: you, why are you focused on a, a child? Like, focus on yourself. Like, why right. are you... In- like
1: that child has a chance to grow up And possibly lose it like, Which yeah. I did in high school Right uh, In college <laughs> But after that It was a little different story <laughs> Life
0: happens Yeah I really did gain most of my weight After college Because college was so stressful <laughs> I was barely eating I was just trying to make it to another class Right So right. after college I feel like your adult weight Really comes in Because then you're either for sure. Still struggling Or you're doing better and if you're doing better, chances are you're going to be more in a better mind state, and just you know, yeah, don't forget better. about your second puberty, like that. Oh that yeah. Womanly <laughs> hips and oh, shape goodness. really comes in in your yep. mid twenties, yep. early to mid twenties. Twenty five to twenty seven, that shit, just right. Ugh, it's it's a, it attacks you, but yeah, yeah. if you're not prepared, you just be in for a shock. <laughs> but yeah, the last question is: Do you feel weight and fat phobia affects your achievement in any way, and where you are in life today, like based on you know high earnings and things like that?
1: Earnings? Um, no, honestly, because um, well, when I was interviewing for my job, it was Zoom or Skype or whatever teams, right.
0: and they can only see me from the chest up. Which is so much better <laughs> nowadays. It's nice yeah. to have that option now. Back then, you used to be forced, you know, like running around with your resume in hand and trying to show up in person. So. Yeah,
1: and I knew I wasn't gonna accept anything less than a certain amount. Right. Anyway, so when they came to me with an offer, I was like, oh, okay, well, you see my worth. Right. Um, but not just in work as far as any other achievements no um honestly i think the world is you know becoming a better place yeah. thankfully and and yeah, not like, like in space. all
0: areas because like america's kind of getting worse but like in yeah i feel like technology is helping in certain areas so people, yeah, especially it's opening up like it's making it's shining light on te- things that people don't really focus and see. Yeah. So it's like I think people are becoming more negative aspects. People are becoming more desensitized because you're seeing a lot more negative. Right. But we're also starting to open our eyes because we're seeing yeah. it. You Tolerance. Know? So yeah, it's, it's kind of awakening. Everyone forced awakening. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so now we have no choice but to see what's in front of us and like come to terms with it. Which can be overwhelming. I think we're also going through, like, some emotional fat- fatigue thing go- right now with adulting. Mm-hmm. It's just we're, we're trying to adult and, like, live this life that we've been taught to live. And then we also have to deal with, like, the world crashing around us. So, yeah, that's not fun. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> yeah. So, and then not to deal with fat phobia and other things that we'll talk about. Yeah. But that's why we're here. We got problems. I mean, so do you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we're here to break it down and offer different ways to, to do better and just be better all together. And one less problem to worry about, hopefully. Um, so with that being said, our resources were therapy sources. Actually, resources were links that we'll list. So I'm not going to link those. You're just going to have to check our <laughs> show notes. And mm-hmm. if you want to read more, we're going to have topics on fat fatphobia um, and just other things, like mental health, which Annabelle will talk about later. The other um, links are just to primary care, well, sorry, the other links are to therapyblackforblackgirls.com, and that's if you want or need therapy, it also is for men, everyone can get therapy. Um, It's just kind of like an opening for you to expose yourself to different type of therapy options if you're Mm -hmm. thinking about it. Um, Therapy sources uh, as well can be your primary care physician if you have insurance and your employee assistance program if you have a job. And then we also have a self-defense by um, black women. Um, it's called Beyond Defense they sell just you know like knives you know um, I think the shanks (laughs) <laughs> no, no, no. I was about to say but it's like it's a, it's that claw I forgot what you call it the one oh, yeah, that, I know what you yeah, like yeah. Like, but they have a, they, and they're like super cute like you know if you want them for, I mean they have different colors but mm. for girls it's like they have them pink they have like a comb that can be a knife mm-hmm. it's really cute Um, so they wouldn't like assume that it's a comb because it looks like a hairbrush just you walking around with and you can comb your hair with it too like you can just yeah. pull it out and make it a knife too so two for one yeah. but I actually need to get one um now because the world is going crazy just be every careful year. going through TSA no no that's gonna get checked in oh, <laughs> that's sure. how they're gonna kick you off the plane so. yeah Well, <laughs> you can't take peppers uh, pepper spray on tsa um really uh, yeah yeah because it's, it, if it's small enough and if it it's the 3.4 ounce you can take it on the plane with you because it just it's not another like liquid like mm. you know as long as it doesn't look like it's gonna hurt somebody yeah but, you know you could probably finesse that i do it every now and then mm-hmm. but um so yeah mental health tip of the week do you want me to read it or do you I can take care of it. Go ahead.
1: So the mental health tip of the week is be nice to yourself. When you're feeling down, it is easy to be hard on yourself. While you might not be of the mind to congratulate or compliment yourself, try being compassionate. And here's a little bonus hint. If you're really struggling to be nice to yourself, do something nice for someone else. Then compliment yourself on doing it. Mm -hmm. I like that. Yeah.
0: I mean... You're doing something nice and you're complimenting yourself. It might sound a little selfish, but, but both people are winning. Are benefiting. <laughs> so Absolutely. I highly recommend. Um, but yeah, that's it for today, guys. Thanks for joining us on another episode of I Got Problems. And we'll see you next time. Mm. Bye.